so hello everyone and uh, just a couple of general things uh, before we begin uh, one is um, that uh, as we said earlier today we'll be offering some optional listening groups um, at the moment it looks like it'll be one group tomorrow afternoon but uh, if you haven't signed up for one yet and you'd like to join one then please um, fill out the form from the from the notice board to let us know when you're available and uh, we've also added some more one-to-one -one slots for uh, this afternoon they had all been taken up so <laughs> people were checking and uh, it looked like there were no available uh, slots and um, and they are filling up sometimes so then there's no available ones for and if, if you don't see any available ones for one of us check for the other there may be available um, slots for the other teacher and we'll be adding some more tomorrow as well I think that was the those were the announcements so hopefully uh, that will be smooth now um, you may need to refresh the page also Okay, so this afternoon I'd like to um, carry on the exploration of Meta and its, uh, what I call its sisters, the other Brahma Viharas. Um, and this would be particularly um, interesting in relation to the practice we did this morning you know sometimes it might feel like this thread of metta and compassion um, is is quite significantly different to this kind of thread of insight like we were practicing um, this morning it isn't <laughs> just different flavors different ways of getting to the same place which is um, you know the buddha like to say freedom through non-clinging yeah what reduces clinging, what reduces craving, what reduce, reduces the push and pull. So all these different practices, all these different approaches do that uh, in different ways, which are then uh, applicable and relevant and appropriate to us at different times. Yeah. So really highlighting this thread of appropriateness. Yeah. Always what is appropriate is the most uh, is the best thing for us to do yeah. what's appropriate so when metta when this goodwill friendliness care yeah well-wishing attitude when that meets what's going well yeah it meets what is going well in the world yeah in ourselves yeah in another yeah. it manifests as joy yeah manifest as joy and uh, particularly um, this quality of mudita, M-U-D-I-T-A, unselfish, appreciative, heart-opening joy. Yeah. The joy that opens the heart, yeah, joy that is not um, self-centered. And this quality of mudita is closely related to gratitude, yeah, closely related to appreciation, these are flavors of it, so we know it in that way. Um, on online home-based retreats, uh, we can often feel that, <laughs> at least some of us, many of us, 
uh, when you see a dog or a cat on someone else's screen yeah usually and you have this kind of smile come up on your face or in your heart that's the quality of mudita it's just this kind of joy yeah it's just this kind of joy we're getting some examples of that right now yeah it's the joy that arises just at you know another creature being there yeah what that symbolizes for us um and so uh, this this quality of medita is very it's very intrinsic to us as human beings yeah but somehow it's like a well kept secret <laughs> in our psychology yeah where we kind of don't talk about it much explore it much um, think about it much practice it very much so we can say um, another way of speaking about it is it's the capacity to uh, to enjoy, to appreciate, yeah, to dwell in what is going well, yeah, what's going well for myself, what's going well in the world, yeah, what's going well for another, yeah, it's a very transformative um, attitude, yeah, and so, you know, going well for others, and again, like metta, like compassion, the whole expanse, yeah, being happy for the happiness of those um, that it's easy for us to be happy for, and then expanding that to those that are more uh, challenging, those with whom we have more challenging relationships. So another quality, another attitude that's really immeasurable, yeah, and boundless. Yeah, so we know it in little moments. Yeah. Know it in little moments. Yeah. What does someone smiles on the screen and we feel something in us responds? Yeah, that's the quality. That's it. that's the quality that we're talking about. Remember, um, God, when was that? Nearly a year ago, I think we were teaching an online retreat um, in uh, the most of the retreatants were in Finland and it was summer. <laughs> And then many of them were in their beautiful summer cottages and these beautiful, you know, green landscapes. And we and some of the other retreatants were in Israel. <laughs> kind of the heat of the summer, uh, very urban environments. And then that Medita, you know, seeing all this green on the screen. And it's like, ah, yeah. And it's just the heart is just happy. Yeah, it doesn't matter that someone else is there and not me. Yeah. There's just that happiness. Yeah? So this is a really, um, it's a really powerful thing that is there yeah? quite a lot of the time. And yet we can open to it yeah? intentionally. We can cultivate it. We can strengthen it. And we can lean into it. Yeah? So it's something that we can bring into practice and we can bring into life. And something that sometimes comes up with, with Medita, there can be a sense of, oh, is this, um, is this way kind of, is this ignoring the painful? Or what's the relationship? Yeah, we might understand the relationship between Metta and Karuna, compassion, or we can, might understand the relationship between Metta and Medita, but what's the relationship between compassion and joy? What's the relationship between opening to the painful yeah, and opening to the joyful and the beautiful. What's the relationship there? Yeah. 
And maybe it's starting to make sense, yeah? in particular when we're talking about the theme of this retreat, opening to uncertainty yeah, in our lives, meeting uncertainty, where we tend to think of the uncertainty yeah, of the difficult, of the challenging, of the um, scary, yeah, of the heartbreaking. Yeah? But equally, that same uncertainty opens us also to the beauty. Yeah. Remember on one of my very first retreat, um, someone, a teacher, speaking about, I don't remember if it was from a book or a friend of his, um, but a practitioner, you know, really kind of contemplating a Nietzsche and, and getting quite down <laughs> about it. You know, everything is impermanent, everything is changing. Yeah. And then that person's uh, daughter, I think she was a teenager, young teenager, maybe 12, 13, you know, coming up to him and saying, well, Dad, you know, don't get so heart, don't get so sad about this, you know, because if there was no Anicca, I wouldn't grow up, yeah, you know, and so seeing, you know, the wisdom of children sometimes, right, like seeing, now that's also part of it, and so what, what the teachings are constantly reminding us of is that when we open, yeah, as we open to life, we open to the totality, the wholeness of it, right, so as we increase, yeah, as we open the, the capacity of the heart, yeah, towards what is painful, what is, uh, what shakes our being, yeah, what is scary, what is um, difficult, yeah, and we open to that with compassion, yeah, we are actually also opening the capacity to feel joy, to meet joy, to see the beautiful, and the other way around, yeah, when we open to gratitude, when we open to appreciation, when we open to what there is in our lives to rejoice in, yeah, that it's the heart that opens, the heart-mind. Yeah? It's our capacity that grows, yeah? which means that that strengthens us also in the face of the challenging and the painful. Yeah? So it's kind of, that's the, that's the movement. So today we'll be um, practicing mudita, the intentional mudita practice, just like we've done with metta and karuna. And we will really lean into mudita as a way of uh, nourishing the expansiveness of the heart. And so we'll even play with bringing mudita to a mildly challenging relationship. And again, that might seem, really, that's where we're bringing it. Isn't that the most difficult, (laughs) being happy for someone? that is a little bit challenging for us. Um, And, you know, it's an invitation. So try it out. We're actually doing it um, with this today, and we'll touch on it a little bit. It's not going to be the the whole of our practice, uh, because both Nathan and myself have found that actually this is one of the most useful, most powerful ways of working with the challenging. And it's really simple. You know, when I imagine someone who I have some challenge with, when I imagine, imagining, imagine them really enjoying themselves, yeah, really happy, really content, yeah, things are really going well for them, it usually, very, very easily I can see the relationship between that and whatever in their behavior I'm challenged by. Yeah, I can see that that just drops away. Yeah. And again, we know that in ourselves. When we 
when we're joyful, when we're grateful, when we're appreciative. There's a lot less friction with experience and with others. So that's kind of the the, um, context of of doing this practice in that way. Like I said, it'll only be, like I said, it'll only be part of the practice. And we'll be doing the practice in a similar form, yeah? Beings, phrases, yeah? Same form of the practice uh, with the same invitation. Use what works for you. Yeah, so it may be phrases, it may be words, it may be images, it might, might be a felt sense. Yeah. And, um, and also with the, with the strong encouragement of what we've been saying a few times today, appropriateness. Yeah. This might not be the right practice for you right now. That's absolutely fine. At any time, notice what is unfolding yeah? and what would be the right response. So try it out a little bit. Feels wrong, no problem. Yeah, you've got plenty of other things yeah, to go to. Compassion, meta, breath, sound, body, all of those are available. Yeah? Always change. You can also play, and this is part of the boundlessness of these um, attitudes, yeah, is that you can play with where the, um, the meta is directed. So we might be trying to bring Medita towards a challenging relationship and we get so overwhelmed. So what can we do? Come back to ourselves. Change to metta, change to compassion. Find what's useful, soothe with the breath. Many, many possibilities and options. Okay, so that's that's the intro. Let's... Let's dive into the practice. And so settling into your posture for this time, whatever feels like the most appropriate posture for you. And taking the time that's needed to settle into the posture. Feeling the support of the sensations of contact between the body and the seat, the body and the ground. from that support, gently expanding the awareness through the body, taking your time with that, opening the awareness. Inviting it to spread, to expand. 
with the whole body. It's helpful we can tune in to the balance between the uprightness, feel the uprightness and the lengthening of the body. And with that, also the balance with the opening, the relaxing, the softening of the body space. Awareness wide and open, filling up the whole space of the body. Feeling the sensitivity and aliveness of awareness, filling up the whole body space. Maybe a little larger than the body, like a cocoon or a bubble of awareness. Containing, holding the whole body. So awareness wide and open. And within this whole body awareness, tuning in to something that you appreciate or that you're grateful for in this moment. Might be the softness of the breathing be the possibility to practice. Might even be a degree of appreciation for yourself for showing up. opening to any degree of gratitude or appreciation. It's available in your experience right now. Gently inviting, allowing yourself to open to that. Appreciate to feel gratitude for 
what is here, what's supportive and nourishing. What's good in your life right now, in yourself? Very gently, keep it simple. Just the breath flowing in and out of the body. It's the capacity to hear, to feel the body. want to expand to things that you appreciate, that you're grateful for in your life. Whatever is possible and relatively accessible right now. And I'm going to drop some phrases in right now and feel free to use them or not, whatever feels most supportive, most helpful. May I learn to appreciate the joy I experience. May the joy I experience continue and grow. May I be filled with joy and gladness. to appreciate the joy I experience.
May the joy I experience continue and grow. May I be filled with joy and gladness. Finding your rhythm in your pace. If possible, staying tuned in to what opens you right now to gratitude, to appreciation, or to joy. Letting that touch you opening to it, allowing it. May I learn to appreciate the joy I experience. May the joy I experience continue and grow. May I be filled with joy and gladness.
Gently opening the field of awareness. Seeing if we can keep the awareness in the body wide, expanded, full. Inviting to awareness someone, some being for whom it's easy, accessible, natural. To feel joy in their joy, to appreciate their gladness. Might be a being that's present in your life at the moment, might be someone from the past. Sometimes helpful to imagine them, remember them, happy, joyful. Bring their image to mind. Order in awareness. Feel the resonance in yourself and then extend this intention of medita to the other may you appreciate the joy you experience May the joy you experience continue and grow. May you be filled with joy and gladness. May you appreciate the joy you experience. May the joy you experience continue and grow. May you be filled with joy and gladness. Keeping awareness wide and open. 
whole body. Keeping the image of this other being in your heart and mind. As you feel the resonance of Medita, as you feel the intention to rejoice in another's happiness and good fortune. Appreciate the joy you experience. May the joy you experience continue and grow. May you be filled with joy and gladness. Feeling the resonance, the vibration of this gladness, appreciation, joy, whole body, the whole field of awareness, gently letting go of this being. And opening bring into awareness, to invite into awareness someone with whom there is some challenge, some degree of challenge in the relationship right now and real encouragement for something mild, not the biggest difficulty or the oldest. It'd be helpful to bring to mind someone that we love, that we care for, but with whom there is some challenge and difficulty right now. Might be your cat when they wake you up at four o'clock in the morning because they want to be fed. someone that you love, who, with whom you've got some tricky interaction at the moment. It's opening to that person, that being. Possible imagine, remember them happy, joyful, And then see if the flow of Medita can be extended, the intention of Medita.
May you appreciate the joy you experience. May the joy you experience continue and grow. May you be filled with joy and gladness. May you learn to appreciate the joy you experience. May the joy you experience continue and grow. May you be filled with joy and gladness. And gently letting go of this particular person or being. And opening out to all beings, all beings. All of us meeting joy and sorrow in our lives. All of us needing support wishing to remember, 
what is nourishing, what is wholesome, what is deeply gladdening. May we all appreciate the joy we experience. May the joy we experience continue and grow. May we be filled with joy and gladness. Medita filling up the being, spilling over, radiating out. Including all of us in this wish to tune in to what is wholesome and nourishing, to what gladdens the heart, the mind the body, to attune to that and to share that. May the joy we experience continue and grow. May we be filled with joy and gladness. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.